The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, moving in with new people is always a bit challenging. Uh, trying to keep secrets from people that you live with is also a very, very difficult. And it's part of the scenario that we find in uh, a new book, a new novel, which is called The Lodgers, and its author, Ethna Shortall, uh, joins me now. Ethna, good morning and welcome. Thank you, Pat. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying the book enormously because I've been reading a lot of thrillers, dark stuff, and uh, this is not dark. No, no. It's, the aim is that it does deal with like real life and some serious topics but that ultimately it's a fun read like that you should enjoy yourself when you're reading it. When I'm writing a book I'm like it's going to take me a year to write a book so I want to write characters that I want to spend a year with. They're not like nicey nice but they're ultimately good people and you know they're fun as well and so then I hope that if I get that from writing it you and anyone else will get it from reading it. There is a mystery at the heart of this of course and and that uh, is what intrigues us and keeps us turning the pages but it's no spoiler if I ask you to set the scene, um, yeah. the the opening of the book and its location. I mean, we're talking about Hoth, looking out on Dublin Bay. I know, who wouldn't want to live there? It's um, this uh, woman, Tessa, and she has a big rambly house on the coast in Hoth. No central heating. No central heating. It's based on my grandmother's house, who has a big rambly house with no central heating. Um, but her house is on the coast of Hoth. She's 69. She's very active life. She was a social worker all her life. Same age as Demi Moore, almost. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what she keeps saying. They're in the same decade because Demi Moore, I think, is 60. And so she's like, well, we're in the same decade, 60, 69. Um, and so she um, she has a fall and suddenly, which is like an affront to her because she's so active. And now she does need a bit but of she's help. a tennis player before she has yes, the fall. Yeah. And she intends to get back to the full rigour of her health. Yes. But at the moment, she's, she's a bit going to need some help, yes. So she takes in, she agrees reluctantly to put up an ad to take in lodgers into the house. And uh, for various reasons, only two people turn up, um, even though obviously it's a free room in a house in Hoth. I, no, See, under normal circumstances. It's free. Yes, it's and free. And this is part of her social conscience. Exactly. So she she finds it very hard to be the person taking help. She needs help because she's she's broken her hip but it feels better if she can frame it for herself as giving help so she says I'm going to give a free room to a a lodger so Khan turns up he's just returned home from living in Dubai his brother has died he feels a sense of responsibility he's come home He's yeah. Now, why does he need a room? He's, you know, a professional guy. He could earn a living. Exactly. He's living with his parents at the moment, he says. Yeah. And he works in finance or he can work in finance. He did. He had a very lucrative job, but it's revealed. But at the beginning, he says he doesn't have the time to work. He's something else going on and he must live in this house. Even and then, though it's and nowhere we can near say no more from. at this yes, point. Yes, exactly. And that's the intrigue. And now, then, the, the other person mm, is a mess. Chloe, yes. Chloe is a courier and she actually comes to Tessa's house to deliver a package. But as luck would have it, she has left home that morning. She's only in her 20s. She's left home, packed up all her belongings into her car without saying a word to her mother. We don't know what happened. We don't know why she left. Not yet. Anyway, she turns up to deliver the package and sees that there's a free room going in the house and she thinks all her prayers have been answered at once. Now, she would not recommend herself on arrival as the ideal tenant. No, she's very on, flustered. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's also lying because she's there with a package but she's pretending she's not. She's pretending she saw the notice and she's here for the room. So Con and Chloe get off to a bad start because they're competing for the same room and they just kind of rub up against each other. But ultimately Tessa agrees to take the two of them into the house. So the three of them end up living together. And as you say, there is a mystery at the centre because Chloe came with a package to deliver and that package is addressed to Tessa's daughter who left the house 10 years ago and never came back and yeah. it contains 
answers that maybe Tessa has been looking for. And this for. is the, at the heart of the yeah. intrigue. Tessa herself is an activist. I mean, she's up to all sorts of things. Yeah, well, that's like, that's why she doesn't feel like someone that just sits down and takes help. She's someone that stands up and fights for other people. So she was a social worker and obviously she has a strong social conscience and she's involved in the local community centre where she teaches two courses, beginners gardening and radical activism. <laughs> and it's more the radical activism that has her heart. Yeah. So she, she's um, in the, the helping to make posters and deciding which protests they'll turn up yes, at this exactly. week. She has, she has five or six people in her class that they're all very enthusiastic but sometimes a little bit misguided. And it's funny, like, like, like me, like all of us, you have your own hobby horses. So like some of them are there because they want great social change. Some of them are there because they want people to stop littering. You know, they, someone, mm. there's been a bin removed from outside one of the members' houses and he just wants to a campaign to get the bin back. Other people are looking for greater social rights. Yeah. So. Now, the inspiration of the book, you mentioned um, the, the house of your granny yeah. in County Leash. Now, yeah. t- that house itself sounds very interesting. Yeah, I love it. It's, it is interesting. It's, it's a massive house um, in, in rural Leash. It would be called a, a minor mansion, I think. Um, it has four floors. It was built, it was ordered to be built by Cromwell for one of his lieutenants. So it's, it's very old. But I think like sometimes when you see like when friends of mine see pictures of that house, they think, wow, like Ethna's from landed gentry or something, you know. But the way people live in those houses is not the way it looks. Their world gets smaller from maybe living on the third floor. They now are living on the ground floor and everything else might be decaying. Yeah. So there's four floors in in my grandmother's house, for example, but two of those are closed off, the basement and the top floor, because, you know, she can't keep that clean. I mean, I could, no one could keep it clean in the whole of their health and their youth. Um, and like I say, she doesn't have central heating, so that'll lead to issues with damp. And, you know, so I, like my granny's house, which I absolutely adore, and I always wanted to use it in a novel. And so it is like, it's the exact same, really, the layout of this house. I've just moved it to Hoth. Um, but they're labours of love, those houses. And so I think like that's true in the book too. Like for, for various reasons, Tessa, Tessa should leave the house. Like, you know, uh, if you're living on your own in a big rambly house, um, it becomes more of a burden than, you know, than a gift. And you should leave. But we all have reasons that we don't want to leave homes. Well, they can be houses. sentimental reasons. Yeah. Uh, and in her case, she's a very particular reason, which we won't yes, uh, exactly. go, yeah, go, yeah. go into. Mm. But what prompts her to decide to take in the lodges. She's resisting. I can manage. But she's only managing with the help of her grandson, really, who pops in at great sacrifice to himself. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes you're someone that's just so belligerent, almost unsure of yourself. And you don't actually stop to think about how it might be impacting other people. And that's when she realises that she has become a bit of a burden on her family. Yeah, she says she's living independently. But if her family, her, her, her son and her grandson didn't live down the road, weren't able to call in every day. She couldn't which, manage. She wouldn't be able to manage. In that no. particular circumstance of the broken yeah. broken hip. Uh, the inspiration of this, uh, I, I read somewhere that uh, part of your inspiration was looking at the way Irish people took in Ukrainians at the beginning of the war. Yeah, I do. Like, I, I really do find news harder the older I get and uh, you know like it gets into you and it affects you and obviously the in, um, invasion of Ukraine was was it was horrendous and it was a huge news story and I, like we all had this feeling at the time we were constantly checking the news and I was like I can't I was I was, start, I was it was the month I was starting to write a new book and I just couldn't get anything done and then suddenly there was this one positive story where people were coming forward and offering up their homes and rooms in their home and it is as selfless a deed as it gets all those rooms weren't taken up of course but the, even the fact that you would do something so selfless is lovely because we expect people to do things for their family it's a much greater good deed to do something for someone that isn't related to you and I'm sure 
there are many stories unfolding in those houses where a Ukrainian family or one or two individuals have moved in um, stories and secrets shared. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like that there's something gorgeous about that, about someone that you would never have lived with, you know, especially at a certain point in your life, once you're settled into your own house, like I would find it hard. I've got very small children, so no one would want to live with me, but uh, <laughs> I would find it hard, you know, to suddenly take in someone that I've absolutely no connection to. And to do that, like put yourself out of your comfort zone is lovely, but it will presumably open up all these new experiences. And that's definitely what happens in the book. Well, it is called The Lodgers. It is a great read. Thank um, you. It's not, as I say, the thrillers that I've been uh, tormenting myself with in recent weeks. It's uh, completely different in, in tone, but great pace and very enjoyable. The Lodgers, it's called, published by Corvus, and its author, Ethna Shorthall. Ethna, thank you very much for thank joining you. us in studio today. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.